This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Justin Fields spoke today. Got some good stuff from him. We're going to bring you here in just a second. The Bears, though, held a modified practice is the way it was put. A short seven-on-seven outside, and then they moved indoors for just a simple walkthrough. The reason why, Matt Eberbooth said, to get his guys to optimal levels for Sunday at this time of the year when everybody's a little bit more tired, a little bit more banged up. So just a, a sports performance Thing for the Bears just to keep themselves, uh, as, as he said, at optimal levels. Makes sense to me. One of the things that Matt Eberflus told us about Justin Fields is that he believes that his pocket presence is is much better. And that question was followed up with the Bears head, or excuse me, with the Bears starting quarterback, Justin Fields. What about your pocket presence? Have you worked on it? Or is it a comfortability thing? Is it a reps thing? Is it an experience level at this point? Yeah, I think just, you know, learning from past mistakes, I think that's the biggest thing where, you know, last year at some points I would just, you know, escape the pocket or just run for no reason. So, um, you know, just trying to move in the pocket, um, fill out the pocket and uh, throw the ball downfield. So it's going to be good. Back to Kate's question about the, the pocket presence. And you just said that you would just take off for no reason. Is that more like trusting your offensive linemen or trusting yourself that you can hang in there? Not really. It's just kind of a, a field thing, to be honest with you. Um, you know, kind of having that mental clock and listening to your feet. So, um, you know, of course you got to trust your alignment. you got to trust everybody that's on the field. But, yeah, just the mental clock in your head and, you know, kind of just the feel in the pocket. Love that answer. I love the admission that sometimes you would get rid of the ball for – for no reason. And that and it adds up a little bit because there were times where we saw that. And, of course, there were offensive line breakdowns and other things that went wrong. It's not all fields. But, yeah, there were times where – and a lot of times it worked out really well. But in the name of, you know, everybody wanting to see Justin Fields be a complete quarterback, which he has taken steps towards this year – you know, it's interesting to hear that admission because it's gotten so much better this year in that regard. Another thing from Fields, it's been a big topic since um, since basically Monday when Jaquan Brisker was talking about how the other teams are doing Justin Fields dirty with the late hits and the referees. Um, so here's Justin Fields on his relationship with the referees before and during these games in terms of trying to get calls on these perceived late hits on Justin Fields that are not being called? I mean, I talk to him before every game. So literally talk to um, uh, the ref before every game. It happened on the first play of the game. And, 
didn't get a call, so I mean, I really can't do anything about it. So I just get up and move on to the next play. It's astonishing that you talked to him before the game and then the very first play. It's um, it's just kind of frustrating, but um, not really astonishing because it you know happens a lot. So also, I think what do you tell them in that conversation beforehand? I just know, especially when we play the Lions, like I know how they play. I know what kind of team they are. So I know that they're going to, you know, play hard and play to the end of the play. So um, I always tell them that, I, you know, I'm not trying to take any hits. Um, I get down pretty fast and um, they just look out for me if they, you know, see any late hits. I'm going to try to get down. I'm not going to try to do anything sneaky, this and that, um, like any fake slides or whatever. So, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Can they give you any feedback about why you're not getting the goal? Uh, no, I mean, after it happens, I don't really have time to ask them, like, why didn't I get a call? I just, you know, move on to the next play, get the play call, and move on. So. Justin, I think I remember in, in Pittsburgh, your rookie year, it was one of the first times you talked about the frustration of not getting those. It's been two years. I mean, how is that, maybe that frustration built, but you've also kind of learned different ways to move on past I me. Mean, is it crazy that you're in year three and still a topic of conversation? I mean, I guess, I don't know. Um... Like I said, I really can't do anything about it, so it's just no, no reason to stress over it. It's like, it's whatever at this point. He does sound a little defeated about it, a little bit like throwing his arms of like, I don't know what else I can do about it. I think in my theory is that he, he heard Jaquan Brisker. He hears us, reads us nationally, locally, whatever, and I know that these guys don't take in as much as we'd like to think that they do, but it's almost like everybody else is going to bat for him. So why does he need to do it right now? I mean, the, the, you know, if he, if he got hard on the refs or called other teams out, it's not going to do him any good right now. As a matter of fact, the only thing he could do is bad for him as in he could very well get fined. Um, if he's talking out against the refs, although we haven't seen as much of that this year, I feel like the bears players, Quan Brisker, um, and who knows? I don't know. Maybe he'll get fined. I don't know. But there, ha- there has been a lot. Of, the guys have been a lot ballsier about talking about the ref. DJ Moore earlier this year, you know, calling out the refs unapologetically, allowing follow up questions, not backing down. So it's been interesting this year. But you know, it, it. I think that the point is maybe being made a little bit better this week from a media standpoint and I'm not we're not patting ourselves on the back this is just a story and we all see it with our own eyes what's going on so these are questions that we get to ask and that we get to discuss and have opinions on um last cut here is the bears get ready for Cleveland actually no we got we have a couple more my bad um we got to hear from the flus the Matt Eberflus started his press conference today by telling us that Yannick Ngakwe will be out for the season with a broken ankle. So what now, Mr. Eberflus? Where does that now come from so there isn't a drop-off with the pass? Well, it's every snap. <laughs> um, uh, no, I would say really just to, it's everybody just step up, you know, you know, step up and, you know, step into the roles, you know, and lean into it, you know. So uh, when you have injury, you have you have uh, an opportunity for people, for Dom, you know, for a walk, you know, for all those guys that are going to be in there. Uh, Javon, everybody that's you know is going to have an uptick in reps because of that 
um, you know, loss of Yannick and, and it's going to be picks going to have more reps, you know? So I think it's really important for those guys to lean into the opportunity, right. And, uh, you know, really have vision for the opportunity and vision for the plays you're going to make, you know? So that's what, this is what the, the walkthrough practice is, is today about. That's what it's about. It's about guys visualizing themselves in the game plan, making plays in the game today, and then moving forward, making the corrections and moving on to the next day. It sucks that Yannick Ngakwe is going to be out. Like, I know he's only has four and a half sacks this year, but he's still valuable. However, I'm looking forward to seeing Dominic Robinson hopefully get activated. He's been inactive for the last month. I'm looking forward to seeing Zach Pickens more on the field because we did, just haven't really heard his name called barely this year. You know, Javon Dexter starting to improve. So I'm interested in seeing these guys step up and really seeing what kind of depth the Bears do have. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now we are on to the last thing, and this is Cole Komet. The Browns, they got injuries, man, on their offensive line and their defensive line. Two key starters out on defense, their leading tackler, safety Grant Delpit. He is on injured reserve. He will not play, nor will defensive end Agbo Okoronkwo. He's the second leading sacker on the Browns to Miles Garrett. So Komet was asked what it means. Yeah, I mean, they they got a lot of talented guys, though, so – they got a good unit, and, and you know they're sticky in coverage, and you know they're aggressive, play downhill. So, um, you know, obviously look to take advantage of those those things where, where some guys are out. But uh, you know, we understand that they got a good, good group, and uh, they've been a good group all year, and one of the top defenses in the league. So it's gonna be a good challenge for us. We noticed uh, an uptick in the way people feel about the Bears. I don't know with your buddies, if you're texting with the guys around. Him. Yeah, Maybe you know, but, yeah, yeah, but it's a, it's always week to week. You know what I mean? So you know, you go lay a dud this weekend, and it's all back to chaos and all that stuff. So. Um, you know, and then if you, you win, it's like, oh, my God, you know, Bears are back. Like, let's throw a parade. So uh, you, you just got to take it one week at a time. And I think everyone here has done a really good job of just sticking to the process, sticking to the mindset. And, you know, that, that, that stuff can't really waver, you know, whether you win or lose. You got to look at the mistakes for what they are in a win or a loss. And you look at the good, look in the bad. But um, you just take this thing week to week. Cole Komet, a little bit jaded, isn't No, no. I mean, this is a Bears fan. He knows how it works. We go crazy when they lose, and we go crazy when they win. So slow and steady. For one time, I will accept week-to-week cliches, from the players anyway. We're not allowed to do that. We don't work in a day-to-day. Yeah, we do. We just have different things to say every day. Um, last things, a few nuggets for you. Well, really just injury stuff, mostly. Um, DJ Moore mispracticed today. Got an ankle injury. But as I said, it was a light practice, so it's possible this was an abundance of caution. I don't know that for a fact. My that, that was a feeling I got because he was out there. He was joking around with guys, you know, not walking with a limp or anything like that, talking about DJ Moore. My gut says that he that DJ Moore will be good to go by Sunday. I mean, we don't know. Um, we're not going to know officially until Friday, and that's the next time we talk to Matt Eberflus. So – um, but there'll be another injury report out tomorrow, so we'll we'll see if he is back out there. My, my gut is maybe he practices on Friday. If he's got a little bit of an ankle thing, let him, considering how valuable he is to you right now and all year, 
just let them make that thing 100%. As far as the rest of the injury report, uh, Jaquan Brisker uh, was limited in practice today. We saw him out there, but he's got a groin injury, as it turns out. Uh, Dylan Cole, really good special teams guy, out for personal reasons. Told you about DJ Moore. And Equinemia St. Brown dealing with that pectoral injury. He did not practice. Man, those things can be nasty, so my gut is that EQ is going to be out. But again, we don't know that for a fact. Thank you so much for watching and listening to this edition of The Daily Score. We appreciate it all the time because we do it every day. For our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I am Mark Rohde. I will talk to you tomorrow.